Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 3. I'm Alex. I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. Evil has come to the Great Isle. Amidst a civil war, a holy war, and a threat of imperial invasion, only one group can bring this all to an end. One way or another. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara, world-protecting, elven druid monk. Garen Kelso, dimension-hopping vagabond, high elf bladesinger. Cal Thornbreach, also known as Wicca, satyr bard of eloquence. Mol Urzog, cleric of Saint Allegius. All right, who wants to let us know what happened on last episode? I can say this time. So we travel to Kringle Falls to make the icons that we need to show we're part of the church or official members of the church or practicing magic in um, the Crucian Empire. Um, Sam managed to already was, only taken one round per the icons, but we started to hear creatures nearby. I put up hallucinatory terrain, but it turns out they can see straight through that. And we started fighting these weird monsters that came out of the um, heavy fog that was around us. Yeah, that's pretty much all that happened happened last time so we're still in the middle of the first round um zilara just came out with a strong opening of just unloading badgers everywhere to attack these creatures um and so we are gonna pick up right there mole urzog was next in line um you know mole are is sam what's mole doing is he gonna continue with the icons is he gonna join the combat what do we have going on uh mole's gonna continue with the icons um he he trusts that these guys have it and he'll stop if he needs to um yeah because in order to make them right i i can't be doing anything else so yeah okay that's right okay so um now it's it's my character's turns here and roll 20 is reloading because of course we've got like multiple people on a crunch it's gonna happen um here give me two seconds okay so we've got um these creatures that are are, are left here there's Let's see. There are three that are on the south, I guess we'd say the southwestern side of the falls, the, the lake that uh, the falls come into. Then we've got, and they are surrounded by badgers, and then we've got three more on the southeastern side as well. Well, first of all, are the badgers like full-on creatures? I don't remember how this works within Druid uh, Druid thing. Are they more like... Like, I'll let you you even kind of go with this here, Kim. Do they have, like, souls, would you say? Are they actually, like, full creatures? Or are they more like... Do badgers have souls to begin with? I, I mean, know. they're just animals that I have called forth. Right, but you're also so part of nature as a druid. whatever you would consider a, a normal animal, okay. do you think a badger has a soul? That's up to We're you, Dia. And, and specific answer on conjure animals. They aren't even beasts. They take the form of beasts, but these are fey creatures. That okay. That come in when you use that spell. Um, that's how the spell describes it, at least. Fae take the form of beasts. Interesting. Okay. Well, then that does change a few things here. Um, okay. So what's going to happen then is the... But, it, I mean, they are still fake creatures, so that'll, that'll be fine. I'm going to have them attack. We've got two of these badgers that are surrounding one of our our, our bad guys here. And so we're just going to take try and take those guys out as quickly as possible. Shouldn't be hard. They have an armor class of 10 <laughs> and 13 hit points apiece. So. <laughs> they make an awesome screen, though, to keep things away from us. They do. Yes. It, they, they are a delightful deflect. Yes. All right. So an attack of 22. Is that going to hit them? Just a little bit. Okay. And then... 16 points of necrotic damage. Makes them go poof. Okay. And let's see. 
All right, so that's that one guy's turn. We've got another one who's going to pick pick one of these two over here, Zalara, and poof them. Um, this guy is going to attack the badger in front of him. Twelve. Does that hit? Twelve. Yes. Okay. Thirteen points of necrotic damage. Yep. All right, make that guy poof, and then this one over here is going to, and then this other one on the um, in front of the badger on the southwest side will also attack. One more badger. Eighteen hits. I just assume. Seven necrotic <laughs> damage. This one might survive. Oh, oh, actually, that doesn't kill it. Ooh. All right. Then on the southeastern side, breaking down the screen of badgers that we're seeing here, um, we've got the one up front who will be taking on the badger directly in front of him, or it, I guess we should say. 16 and 9 points of damage. Hits, Furthering but does not kill it. Okay. Furthering attacking the screen, we have the other person, <laughs> this other part of the triad over on the southeastern part that's attacking with a 20. Not natural. 13 points of necrotic damage. 13 points takes it up. All right. And then finally, this one over... Um, the other member of the triad here is going to take on one of the two badgers that are attacking it, and that is a 20 with eight points of damage. And then every one of those also if, uh, needed to, anyone who took damage but didn't die needs to make give me a DC 10 constitution saving throw. So the nine and the eight, I believe, or the seven, nine, and eight. So you've got three out there, right? Okay. One passed, no problem, with a 21. Another passed with a 16, and another passed with a 20. So none of them got the negative evil effect that you would get from these tortures souls. All right, it is now Garen's turn. What are you doing? All right. Um, well, these badgers are useful, but... <laughs> Kill them if you need to, it's fine. They have maybe one more round left. Okay. Um, okay. <sighs> All right, I'll just do it. So for three of them um, on the southwestern side, I will cast Synaptic Static. So they'll have to make a DC 18 intelligence save, take 86 psychic damage, half as much on a success, and... Uh, why don't you... Yeah, why don't you just read it, Ben? Yeah, I'm you, sorry. You choose I'm, a point within a range and cause uh, psychic energy to explode there. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make an intelligence saving throw. Creature within an, with an intelligence score of two or lower cannot be affected by this spell. How's that work oh, for the badgers? Oh, badgers are fine. Alright. Oh. <laughs> uh, target takes 8d6 psychic damage on a failed save or half as much uh, damage on a successful one. After a failed save, a target has muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number of rolled, uh, the number rolled from all attacks and ability. This is a huge spell, dude. Um, uh, and ability checks as well as its constitution saving throw to maintain concentration. The target can make an intelligence saving throw at the end of its turn. Wow. That is a huge, huge spell. Okay. So, um, intelligence saving throw DC 18. Yes. So three, seven, fail, three, fail, 17 success. That's All right. A fail. Go ahead. Oh, it is a fail too. You're right. It's, Cause that's 18. <laughs> go ahead. And you said it's 24 damage. So 24 psychic damage. And so on its turn, it, what does it do? I'm sorry. I'm really struggling. It doesn't today. matter. All three are eliminated. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock on. That did be tougher. <laughs> that was a solid amount of damage and stuff though yeah dude that was huge it's a level five <laughs> spell so and it's pro it's one of the few ones that things are not resistant to most of the time yeah i know i was like is it going to be resistant to psychic and it's resistant to almost everything else but not that so <laughs> not at all way to go all right anything else oh, you're doing there garen i will also blade song and then oh, i can't get a slip and then i will get to kind of protect uh mole on his sides just to like get between Quickly. them and them and i i go there and just a few steps out so you do a trigger a tax opportunity if they went for um mole okay like right there is that what you they'd have to, yeah they'd have to move past you then and then you get attack opportunity rather than they move oh, okay. into your range but then they're also in mole's range oh nice zalara and garen are 
sort of Zalara Garen are basically making a shield on the uh, kind of a shield wall on the southwest side of Mull. We've got Margarine on or the southeast side and Margarine's on the southwest side. So nice. Are you done, Garen? Oh yeah, I'm done. All right, what are you doing, Margarine? Okay. Um. So Margarine is going to go. I've got this bishop, and he's gonna go over to Mole and touch him as he's hammering on the on the anvil and use his bonus action to um use sanctuary so um until basically until it drops so for a minute um mole if anything uh has wishes to attack mole they will need to make a dc 17 wisdom saving throw in order to accomplish that um then he's going to move a little bit so he's moving a little bit so that he's almost kind of directly next to garen and he is going to then cast wall of fire um and create a 20 foot high uh 60 foot long of flames wall of flames directly in front of the entire group of guys cool a wall of flame up there um so a big wall of flame um so anything uh that gets close to it on that side so not on our side only one side of the wall of flames is hot for some reason but they make a dexterity saving throw dc 17 or take 5d8 fire damage, half as much on the success. Where Now, where exactly was the wall of flame again? Like um, In between the group and us, basically. Kind of just about the midway point. Big wall. Okay. And so that's, and you said within five feet? Yes. Yeah. So, so we, if anything, got... and it's only on one side. So if it gets within five feet of the enemy's side, they take damage. But you can be as How close to it as you want on the other side. I was going to say, one of the badgers is going to take it for sure. Uh-huh. Right okay, there. cool. So it takes minimum 5d8 halved. <laughs> so we can see if it uh, just uh, kills a badger. 16 yeah, yeah. divided eight. by two. It's within, yeah. ten, it's within 10 feet of it. Oh, so Each creature ends its turn within 10 feet of the wall or inside so. the wall. Oh, in, ends its turn. So it hasn't started yet. Okay. Oh, so okay. it's not going take any damage initially Ooh, okay we can reposition some badges yeah okay <laughs> all right we go back to the top of the turn order and as we do before that happens we hear some screeches and rumblings that sound very familiar to what you saw before and coming out of the the rubble you see three more of these spectral figures if i can all right and they're coming out from the southwest again where there are fine where they're at is fine okay they're coming out of the southwest again uh where there are only two badges Obviously, they're going to try and avoid that area, but they are there. So we've got three on the southwest, uh, three more still on the southwest, west engaged with three badgers, and it's now Cal's turn. I will move in front of Mole on that side, where the new creatures just appeared, and I'll hit one of them with... Uh, all three beams of Eldritch Blood, the one closest. A 15, a 17, and a 21. Okay, so all three of them are hit, or all three of them hit. Uh, 25 force damage. One of those 25 force, okay. Oh, 25 force damage eliminates the first creature. Thank God. Nice. And that's my turn. All right, Zalara of Sin El-Nur, your turn. Uh, oh, you effed up all my plants. Um, <laughs> good job, Margarine. Uh, recalculating. First, I'll just move my badgers. Um. So, so just so you know how like the the wall works. So mm-hmm. you can end. So it's only that side of the wall that's hot, and you have to end your turn either inside it or within ten feet of it. So it can be moved through if you need to. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, they're just badgers, so I don't care that much. But um, uh, anyway, we'll do the badgers first. Uh, so you're gonna um. Okay, so that should be still within 
than attacking, right? Or is that diagonal not going to work for this guy? Diagonal works. Yeah, that'll work. So the badger to the southeastmost corner is going to attack the one he was attacking before, the creature, untamed soul, whatever they're called. Um, And he gets... A uh, bite and a claw. So uh, the bite was a 13 and the claw was an 8. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So um, the 13 hits. Oh, it does. Okay, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. That's three piercing. Okay. And then the second badger on the southeast side is going to... Uh, we're going to double up on the one... There's one creature in the middle in kind of a triangle formation. So mm-hmm. that badger is going to attack this guy, the one in the middle. Um, So that's a bite and a claw. 23 to bite. 20 to claw. Well, that's a critical. Yeah, 23 is the critical for six piercing. And the claw is 20 for eight slashing. And then okay. my third badger on that side is going to attack that same one in the middle. And it's going to bite and claw. And that is an 18 to bite and a six to claw. So the 18 bite does seven piercing damage. And then to seven the pi- other side, okay. the <clears throat> they're both going to go after the one in the middle. Or the one, sorry, to the... There's only two of them there is no middle uh the the one to the lower uh most southern point on that corner um you are talking about these over here right nope over here i finished up all those three attacks all three badgers over here attacked they just didn't attack that one to the most southern corner there okay gotcha now we're moving over here gotcha and both badgers are going after the one that is between them so i don't know if you want to give them flanking advantage did i already roll yeah i did okay yeah they definitely can they'll get advantage let me do that Okay, bite, claw. Uh, the bite. Wow. Okay. So with advantage, it was a seven and a seven for biting, and then a <laughs> crit and a crit for claws. Let's see that damage for those claws. <laughs> Uh, that is eight plus six is 14 slashing. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Messed him up pretty good. Okay. And then the second one is going and he has a 19 to bite and a 13 to claw. Both hit. Okay. The bite is two piercing and the claw is five slashing. Okay. Okay. He's out. Excellent. Okay. Now for Zalara's turn. Uh, he is... Oh yeah. Okay. So she's going to run 35 feet up to standing next to her badger. I'm going to pull some monk shit. Um, she's going to attack. Um, so then that's, uh, I get two attacks. So that is a 13. I swing at him one way with my sword for 13. Uh, and that goes 10 slashing. And hits. And then I come back the other way um, for 22. And that does six more slashing. Is he still standing? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you take him out. All right. And I have no reason to step back. So I'm just going to stay there. All right. Then uh, Mole Urzog, I'm assuming you're, you're going to keep with the the icon making? Yep, he's going to keep keep on hammering, especially since he kind of knows the nature of the spell cast on him. Um, mm-hmm. If he does anything to attack, it's going to be useless, so okay. he's going to keep doing it. Alright, so we've got um, three left. One extremely beat up. Three of the bad guys here, the specters. Um, so we're going to go ahead and have one straight up attack. The, the southeastern most one will be attacking the badger directly in front of him, and and we've got a 23 to hit and a 7 for necrotic damage. That definitely hit. Okay. Uh, go ahead and let's just do it right now. Go, give me the DC 10 constitution saving throw. Sure. That is a 4. <laughs> All right. So that means that the badgers uh, failed the constitution saving throw. So its hit point maximum is reduced by the uh, equal the amount equal to the uh, damage it took, which is 7. So what does that bring its total hit points down to? Uh, 13 minus 7 is 
six. Okay. Um, <laughs> yep. Which so, badger was that? I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. It's the one that was right on him, right here. Okay, the one between those two. Gotcha. Between the two. That of them. one. Yep. Uh, no, you just flat out kill it. That one was already down to four hit. Okay. All right. Then this foremost um, specter is gonna take care of this badger, or at least try to. And we're gonna go ahead and life drain that bad boy. See what happens there. Yeah, that hits. It hits. Okay. And. Badger rolls a 15 for Constitution. Yeah, I imagine badgers have pretty good con. Nine points of necrotic damage. Uh, uh, oh, I moved them. Uh, I think he was one that escaped damage. Okay. Okay. So he's got so, nine points of damage. And then finally, on that side, we've got one last specter left and one last badger to go after. So it works well. Um, 21 to hit. Assuming that does. Yeah. I know that it does. Yeah. Nine points of necrotic damage. Yeah, and that one just dies. That one he just straight had, up dies. Okay. He only had five hit points. All righty. So those are the, the, the turn of the tortured souls, the spectres. It is now your turn, Garen. Okay. Have another nuclear bomb to just wipe out all my, my enemies here? <laughs> I mean, I have it. I just don't want to use another bell slot. Um, at least not a fifth level. Not a fifth level, yeah. We got two you of have those. to have, like, what, eight level one bell slots at this point? No, they stopped rising. It's, it's lame. But um, what is the 90 feet? That should be within 90 feet, huh? Yeah. All right. Because um, I don't know if I've done it. I'm going to use Tasha's Mind Whip on one of these southern, can't poke him, southern, southeastern bad guy beetle things. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I lash out at a creature. Uh, Why don't you let's make yeah, an read that. intelligence save. On a failed okay. save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage, which is 11. Um, and it can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Moreover, on its next turn, it must choose whether it gets a move action a bonus action only gets one of the three on a successful right. save the target takes half got a four so it, yeah <laughs> it takes 11 it just yeah no this one uh one doesn't make it there we go he uh he is psychically destroyed or it is psychically destroyed nice. thousands of voices cry out <laughs> All right. Um, anything else, Garen? Um, I think I'll stick here to interject between Mole and those creatures, just in case we okay. get past the firewall. All right. It is now your turn, Mr. Margrain Silverbeard. Okay. Um, so Margrain, ooh, I don't even know what he's going to do. Um, he will probably do something more useful than than the then the wall of fire i completely that wasn't the best idea um anyway so uh, margrade is going to drop his wall of fire and instead use his concentration for a wall of force around the bishop so it's a 10 foot sphere around the bishop um since you're in that 10 foot space ryan are you on do you want to be on the inside or the outside of it i'm assuming be on the outside so it hurt me no the wall of force it's it's literally just a magical barrier oh i'll be on the outside okay so um yep we are going to then margraine is going to pop up a wall of force so an invisible wall of force springs into existence it is a 10 foot radius sphere around that point um the wall is a quarter inch thick um nothing can physically pass through the wall it's immune to all damage and cannot be dispelled by dispelled magic a distant great spell destroys the wall instantly however the wall also extends into the ethereal plane blocking ethereal travel through the wall so it's basically an impenetrable wall that pops up around mole and 
that is his action. He's nice. going to be just right outside it, kind of waiting to fend them off. That's awesome. Okay. All right. So the turn begins, and you hear shrieking and the cries of sound like, um, you know, uh, people in pain, moans. You, you hear the movement that once sounded so much like wolves, and you guys were totally believing that. Um, and it seems to be coming from different angles now. So we're, it, it's sort of amped up. You hear the wind pick up. It's as if the fog is thickened as well. And out of the fog comes these mass of shadows, these creatures again. So um, that's where we're at. You see three that appear, uh, two that appear near the falls, the actual falls themselves, and are coming to you from the north. One that is pretty much straight up west of you. Um, that's near Zalara, and then a couple more, or one more appears also behind the Wall of Flames with its comrades facing off against its most fearsome opponent, the Badger. Um, it is now your turn, whatever your name is, Cal Thornbirch, Thorn, Thornbreach, Oliver. Um, I'm going to stay where I am and just Eldritch Blast, the one of the ones that came out of the falls itself. I need to get more offensive spells in this guy. Um, 20, 25, and 24, and a total of 17 force damage. Oh, that guy's really hurt, but not quite. Um, uh, they all three hit. They all three have a lot of damage to them. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, undead howls are more howly. Um, it's definitely in pain. So we'll say it's this That's guy for a, yeah. the most Northmore. All right, cool. Zalara of Sinelnura, it's your turn. Okay, these guys just keep Badger number one is going to go after this one that just popped out of the fog closest to us on the west side. Um, that's a 16 to bite that hits. and a 10 to claw. 10 misses. Six piercing. And then um, the badger that Zalara ran up next to is going to stay where it is because that guy just happened to pop in right next to him. Um, and bite claw. That's a 15 for both. That's five piercing, five slash. Ooh, okay. Um, so five piercing, five slashing. And what'd you do for the first one was six? Six piercing. Okay. Yeah. All right. It looks there? pretty beat up from all the magical claw and bite damage, but it's it's still standing. Okay. Uh, let me finish the badgers first. Uh, the last badger over here with the three that are still behind the wall. I guess the wall of fire is gone, but where they were, the wall of fire um, is going to go for the one on the outermost edge. And he's going to bite and claw. That's a 10 and a 22 to claw. Um, the 22 hits. And that's six slashing for claws. Okay. And, then, and it was this one or this one? The outermost one. This okay. Guy. Yeah. Then this one, I'm on the wrong thing, so that's stupid. All right. You just, the, the badger destroys that specter. And then Zolara's going to take a step forward. And come after this one, do. Hey, Sam, can you remove that wall of fire if it's no longer there? Yeah, yeah, one second. Thank you. She's gonna swing at it once with her short sword, kind of aiming for the head region for a 22 mm-hmm. to hit. What's it look like when it dies? <clears throat> she goes to swing the sword through, and like as it touches the side of the head, it just like dissipates into mist. Nice. And then All she's right. going to split the rest of her movement 20, 25. Uh, and she's gonna go after the one that is furthest out on the west side. So it is back by the wall area. Do so. Her second attack is a 26 to hit. That hits. Six slashing. Okay. And then she'll set it into key point to flurry of blows. That gives her two more attacks. So she she like drops her weapon. She does a roundhouse kick with one for 17 to hit, and then she, and then she spins around and punches it in the face for 16 to hit. Ooh, and that's a hit. seven and a six damage. Okay, and you just did six points of damage too. Yes. All right. What's it look like as it, it as it's destroyed? Uh, the the punch that goes through its face. She gets like an inch into his face, and it just goes. Poof. <laughs> 
Okay. And then she's going to step back. So that was 5, 25, 30, 35, 40. She's going to stay right there on the edge of the waterfall 10 feet out from Mole. Okay. Because that's where the wall of force is, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sure. So it is now the um, the, the specter's turns here. Um, for everybody playing around at home, I, uh, you know, of course, have modified these slightly. Um, but the specter moves up to Zalara into her space and makes an attack. 21. That hits. Take tw- uh, 12 points of necrotic damage and give me a, a constitution saving throw, DC 10. That's oh, a three. so what was three? All right, go ahead and uh, subtract 12 points of uh, maximum health. And that'll last until you take a long rest. All right, so there's that one. Um, make sure this guy can actually... One of the southwestern ones uh, is going to be coming in hard on Garen. Do I need to make any rolls, or do we have any kind of Sam protection or Margraine protection going on for that? Nope, not as of right now. Okay, okay, cool. Thank you. Um, oh, does an eight hit Garen? <laughs> it surprisingly does not. All right, well, okay, he's fine. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> the last badger on the southeastern side will be attacked by a specter. 13 to hit. And eleven necrotic damage. Yeah, that should that, take him. Yeah, that takes him down. Cool. Bye, oh, bye, badgers. Bite. They did their job. They did. Um. <laughs> so mole is on his last icon right now at the end of the done, and it is your turn, guns. By the way. Cool. All right. Reposition myself just with my staff of lightning. Oh, you're setting yourself up so you can hit two of them. Two. Oh, yeah, so I'm lining up the last two on the southeastern side, the one that attacked me, and then the one that was was facing off against the badger. So D see 18 bucks that badger up yeah or take 23 um, <laughs> lightning damage <laughs> A, a DC uh, 18 deck save. Sorry, he's making my hilarious joke. Um, I got an 18 for the first one, oh, so suck on okay. that. So and a 19 on the second one, so yeah. I think they still take half damage. Okay, so how much was that? So 11, 11 lightning damage. Okay. Well, neither one was a fan of that, but they're not dead. <laughs> all right, and I think that's all for me. All right, Margraine Silverbeard, what are you going to do? The defensive um, player of the year. Uh, well, there's something that I can actually finally actually get to, so that's nice. <laughs> Defensive player, because just so slow. So we will move directly next. I wasn't saying that as a uh, pejorative there. I mean, you guys need it, so. Oh yeah, no defensive. Defensive works right now. Like that's 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 kind of the whole point. Um, I had a thing to accomplish, and thing is accomplished. So, um, but I will then swing at them with my flaming longsword. So, see, uh, does a thirty-one hit? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so that's nine slashing damage, fourteen fire damage, and one d eight. One d eight of radiant damage. So five okay. radiant damage. <laughs> that is more hit points than I had at full health. So what's it look like? It's destroyed. Uh, yeah, it literally like the the flames just kind of cleave through it, and then you can see like that kind of burning line through there, and then it, the radiant spreads out from it and like disintegrates all the stuff that was around it. Nice. All right. What else are you doing, Margarine? Um, I couldn't get to anything else to hurt, even if I wanted to. So I'm going to wait for them to get to me and forgo my second attack. Okay. At the beginning of the turn, once again, more of these specters start to appear. We've got a couple. Seems the entire town has turned into these disgusting things. And wait, you're saying it's the people of the town? That's a good guess, actually. Makes sense. I don't know what else it would be. They're disembodied souls, it seems. Margarine's said feels way worse about his just cleaving something <laughs> in place. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think there's anything of the person left, though. All right. More specters appear. We have some that are coming out of the waterfall again. We've got a couple more that are coming from the west or the east side. Um, so we've got a total of three on the east side. We still have one coming from the southwest, one directly um, northwest of Zalara, like right up on her. They're engaged in combat. And then one near the waterfalls themselves on the northwest side. All right. Um, Cal Thornbreach, otherwise known as Oliver, what are you doing? Uh, I, I'm going to um, Eldritch Blast. The one on one beam at the one by Solara, one okay. on the one that just massacred a badger, and the one that's just appeared to the south of me. Okay, go the one for by it. Solara is a oh oh it's a critical failure one. it is a critical failure high or low uh low 63 okay lucky you nothing happened it just didn't go off all right so that was on, on one of them show me the uh, the other two what do they look like so uh, the one the one that just massacred a badger is a crit or a 30 to hit or so uh, like one that's destroyed yeah that is super uh, so <laughs> the, the natural one and the 30 is explained by like cows trying to do like a finger gun and spin around hitting all three <laughs> so he cocked off on the first one nailed the second one and on the last one must have been 18 hits on the one down here yeah 18 definitely hits and it just does five on that one but yeah, he's, okay he's tried to do a spin acting his hand out as like a pistol nice all right <clears throat> so after the out. finger guns of doom what is zolara doing uh first of all i was hit i've never actually had to roll concentration what does that take uh, for concentration, if you get hit, it is DC 10, unless the damage exceeds 20, and then it's half of whatever that damage is. Okay, I'm okay. glad you corrected so the me on that. the damage did not exceed 20, so I just need no. to roll a constitution then, or? Yes, constitution saving there. DC 10. Okay, my badgers. I rolled a 6, so my badgers are gone. Sorry, I should have done that before, but um, never mind. Uh, da, 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 da. That changed. Okay. Um. Okay, so I am going to uh, let loose, I guess, on this one. We're just going to continue attacking. I'm I'm in the fighting mood, and so Lara has a hard time concentrating on other stuff when she's <clears throat> kicking ass that is 17 hits. to hit with the sword the first time a 12 to hit for the second time hits so that is a 6 and a 10 slashing damage what does it look like as it's destroyed so she comes through the first time it kind of goes through uh, like the front of it like little wisps come off and then the second time she comes back through and the uh, once she gets partly in the uh, head of the creature just kind of like lulls to the side and then dissipates. Nice. And then it's 15 feet to move forward and she is going to continue with her key attack to uh, punch this guy a couple of times hopefully 16 to punch uh, to, to come around and then with her sword in her other hand she's just punching even though she's holding the sword and that's a 28 on that one so it's that definitely hits and a 10 so 18 magical punching damage <laughs> so close so close all right it's not down but man almost uh, and my okay. my bracer gives me the ability to not have to disengage and she's going to back up. 5, 20, 25, 30. Ah, 30. I'm over by Cal. There we go. And that's oh. 45 feet of movement altogether. <laughs> okay. Well then um, we're going to have the Spectre's turn. One is coming in hot on Margraine and I guess actually two of them will come in pretty hard on Mar Margraine. A little flanking action going on there. And then one will come up and mess with Zalara directly. So let's let's do the uh, ones on, on Margraine 
Margraine first. We'll be attacking one hit. 23. Does that hit you, Margraine? Uh, yeah. I I believe so. Yeah. Really? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, 22. So I'm just not used to hitting you guys ever anymore. Um, all right. So 23 hits. Take six points of necrotic damage. Give me a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Okay. 16. Nice. All right. And then the other one will attack you. A 22. We know that meets, so it beats. All right. Take, an, uh, take another 10 points of necrotic uh, damage and then give me a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Seven. <sighs> um, but I will use my armor of St. Allegis level one to redo that. 13. Okay. And nice. then um, Wall of Force is a concentration spell. So I will mm. check for both of those damages. So first one need to make uh, both of them are basically checks at 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so first one's good at a 12 and second one disappears at a wall of force goes away that's that's okay he he it did its job <clears throat> all right and then finally the last specter will be attacking miss zulara of sin and newer i'm guessing the 12 doesn't hit huh oh no it doesn't Thank all you. right <laughs> hey uh mole urzog you actually get a turn for a change now if you so choose to uh yeah i think he does choose to actually um so <laughs> first thing he's going to do is he is going to use his action to yeah yeah he's going to use his action to cast the sixth level spell otherworldly form um <laughs> and sprout flaming wings and a plus two bonus on his ac and move towards the one in the northeastern northwestern kind of side of the arena and he is not going Near to the waterfall that. okay um and then can i do that is that just a bonus action yep and then he is going to cast spiritual weapon as well as his bonus action and that is going to appear directly next to the one by by him because he, he'll need some assistance over there and swing at it so it swings at the the thing for 28 which i'm assuming hits so it does eight force damage nice Love yeah um let's go ahead and just uh what's it look like is that guy's destroyed um the kind of uh, you see mole he kind of flies over there and as he gets over there he kind of puts his hand out and you see the spectral hammer come into ex the the spiritual weapon come into existence kind of directly in front of him as it swings and just kind of bursts through it. That is awesome. I, that is really cool. Very cinematic. Just that whole thing. That's awesome. All right. Um, anything else, Mole? Um, no, I'm not able to move the hammer until before it attacks, though. Um, we're good there. And I will use a bear token to represent the hammer. There we go. That's my hammer. Okay. All right. Your turn, Garen of, uh, you know, wherever Garen's from. Crux. <laughs> Not from Crux, but <laughs> wherever you're from. Yeah, I know you're not. I said that. I read your backstory. All right. <laughs> um, I will. Yeah, I'll just do it again. You know what? I haven't done this in so long. I'm going to actually do the blade singing part of being a blade singer and attack with. Actually, I think I'll go with my flaming longsword as well because that seems to be pretty effective. Although I'm not as great with that as I am with my whip. It's okay. Uh, 21 to well, hit. You, you've got uh, flanking advantage here. Oh. Does that mean I get advantage or? Yeah. Advantage, advantage? Okay. Advantage, advantage. 
Cool. Uh, 2026 20, <laughs> then. Um, Ooh, hit. All right, so 13 slashing and six fire. What's it look like as it's destroyed? Um, so I take a huge swipe, and it's been a long time since I've used the longsword, so I'm a little, little rusty, and I just kind of swing over Margraine's head. Thankfully, he's a very short person, um, and so it just slices through this soul, which disintegrates, calling out to its buddy. Then I will grab the other one, or uh, attack the other one. Well, hold on. As it dies, you hear it yell, <laughs> Shoot. All right. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. Hit. Uh, that's 10 slashing and one fire. Um, okay. Well, that one's in a lot of pain, but not down yet. All right. Your turn now, Margraine Silverbeard. Okay. So Margraine is going to turn to the one next to him and also use his same flaming longsword. I think I think we're, we're twins. Those are the ones we stole off of Hibonite's, uh dead relatives. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, 17 to hit. That hits. For nine slashing, 18 fire, and four radiant damage. All right. What does that overkill look like? Um, a, a bit more of the same, except, you know, Margraine trying to be cool like Garen swinging it over his head kind of swings it past Garen's chest <laughs> in a very dangerous maneuver <laughs> and directly into the thing. And yeah, there we go. That's awesome. Just narrowly right. not dabbing you. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the end of round. Round four, um, at the beginning here, you guys hear some screeching coming from the fog. You hear some groans and cries now that seem to be coming out of help us and shrieks of pain. And that's where we'll call the episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, season three, episode 30. Wait, they're made of people? Hope you enjoyed the show. We had a lot of fun making this one. Actually, this whole new season's been kind of a blast. Um, make sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you leave reviews. It's really important for us. Um, if people still do this, do people do that? I don't know. But, you know, we'd appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Beholder's iPod. And you can follow us on Twitter at Beholder's iPod. You can follow Kim, who plays Zalara, at Mets Girl. Ryan, who plays Cal and Wicker, at Duff Duff the Third. Sam, who plays Margraine and Mole, at Samslot007. And Ben, who plays Garen, at Miro4D2. Thanks! We'll see you next week. Editing and music effects performed by sumptuous and spicy Sam Canary. Music from filmmusic.io. Curse of the Scarab, our story begins in symmetry, all by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 4.0. Sound effects by zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. 